So my message tonight is is aimed at people who are stressed out over the holiday. Is anyone stressed out? I mean, besides me? Oh, what a bunch of good Christians. Oh, look, okay, so we got one other stressed person here. So, so, since, since, since nothing bothers the rest of you, I hope you'll, you'll, you'll put up with a message that's not really aimed specifically at you. This is a time when a lot of people get stressed. A lot of people get stressed at, at the holidays. You know, they, they go shopping and they, they, they look in the, the, the stores and they're crowded and the things that they want aren't there. They had to drive on slippery roads to get there. Uh, uh, filled with with bozos who drive on slippery roads just like they are and it's dangerous out there and they don't like driving and so so it's stressful to do holiday shopping and if you you try to do your shopping online it's stressful because then you don't know well will they actually deliver it on time or are you going to be giving a little printout that says sorry you know didn't quite get here so so it's stressful doing shopping but shopping is just kind of the tip of the holiday stress iceberg if you think about it what what follows the shopping what follows the shopping is the paying. And so a lot of the time, one of the, th- one of the sources of stress is it's easy to find the right gift. It's paying for it in January. That's the hard part. So sometimes we get stressed over whether we, whether we're gonna, we're gonna go with a cheap gift that they don't really want, but we can afford, or the more expensive, extravagance gift that maybe we're not sure how can we possibly pay for these things. So we're sometimes left with those choices. We've got other bills that come in the holidays. So sometimes money is a stress. Sometimes work is a stress. Maybe in, in your line of work, uh, you're one of the people who is being uh, uh, every day dealing with stressed out people because it's the holidays for them, and for you it's just extra work. Maybe your work requires some holiday stress. Maybe it's not really holiday stress, it's end of year stress. And, and for you, the stress comes from the fact that, that, uh, it's coming up on the end of year and you've got to get things done before the end of the quarter and the end of the year and all that kind of stuff. Maybe that's where you're finding stress. Maybe, uh, maybe your, your stress is, is similar. Maybe it's stress from, from your school situation. Um, uh, I know people, I'm related to some people who had stressful falls because because of their schoolwork, and they they uh, uh, pulled it out. The last I heard, and um, maybe the stress is starting to come down a little bit, um, and they've got a couple of weeks before the stress starts ramping back up again. But but maybe they've got end of semester stress. Maybe some of you are dealing with with end of semester stress. So there's all these places we get stress, and then and then there's the stress of families. You know, the great thing about holidays is you get together with families. You get you get to be around people that you care about, but the problem is with people you care about is is they know where your buttons are, and and you know where their buttons are, and sometimes you push those buttons or they push yours, and it makes it a little stressful being around them too much at holiday time. So sometimes being around the family can be stressful. Sometimes we have we have other kinds of stress. Sometimes it's not the family that's here; it's the family that's not here. That that when when we look. At, under the tree, uh, around the tree, people are missing. People that we, we love are not there, and we're not able to be with them. Maybe they're gone, and, and, and uh, they've passed on, and we'll never see them again. Uh, and so so sometimes the stress comes from the, the painful memories we have, or the, the memories that, make, that are now painful. Um, sometimes that's where our holiday stress comes from, because everybody's wondering, when are we going to get beyond it? When are we going to get over it? It's been six years. What's the big deal? Let's move on. And we're saying, well, I, I, I may never get beyond it. And so holidays bring this out in me. People talk about a blue Christmas. Sometimes the stress comes from people around you wanting you to be happy, and you're just not feeling it. 
So all of these things kind of combine in different ways for different people to bring around stress in the holidays. And so they get the Christmas card, and it's got the happy little village. You know, it's the, the little church in the snow in New England countryside, and it looks so wonderful. And they're having eggnog on the inside, and it says, Peace on Earth. And you go, you know what, I'm just really not there. Maybe by Christmas I'll get there. Maybe maybe I'll get there, but I'm not feeling it today. Or maybe they've got the, the scene with the, the exotic-looking oriental men wearing robes and turbans, and they're leading a camel across the the sand dune and there's a star up in the sky and it says peace on earth and you go not there yet you know i'm hoping i'm hoping i'll get there but i'm not feeling it or the 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 manger scene you know everyone kneeling around and you know jesus has got his little glowing thing on his head and and the the family's all looking looking you know peaceful and the the cattle are lowing the poor baby cries it's peace on earth goodwill to men and you just go you know no, I'm not there. I'm, I'm not there. I am stressed. And I hope that now that Christmas has come and I can kind of relax and we're going to open the presents, we're going to overeat, and maybe I can start to kind of come down a little bit in stress level. We hope that. But if you get those cards and they seem like, you know, you're just doing it wrong, you know, you get the card in the mail from somebody who's who's on top of things and gets their cards out and you go, man, I just feel like I'm doing it wrong when I get this card. I want to assure you, you're not. Because that peace on earth is not what it sounds like. It's not what the card makes you think. The peace on earth that the angel came to announce is not peace like, oh, it's so calm and relaxing here. I mean, if you think about it, it's a barn full of lowing animals. It's probably not very peaceful. Okay, uh, Joseph has has just come a ten, eight or ten, ten um, day hike, a hundred miles with his pregnant wife, that was probably pretty stressful too. When he got to Bethlehem, there was no room in the inn. That's probably pretty stressful. It's not peace on earth there. The peace that the angel came to announce wasn't that kind of peace. The kind of peace the angel came to announce was peace with God. What the angel said is, look, God has decided that there will be peace. Some people think that God is at war with them. And the angel came at Christmas to say, no, it's not true. So look at your scriptures if you've got them handy. In verse uh, 13, it says, Suddenly a great assembly of the heavenly forces was with the angel praising God. In the old language of the King James Bible or the Charlie Brown Christmas special, as the case may be, um, what Linus tells us is suddenly there was a multitude, uh, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host. The the forces of heaven. God's armies appear. I don't even know what God's armies look like. I can't even imagine what God's armies look like. And we know what armies are for. Armies are to kill people and break things. That's what armies do. But that's not what God's army does. What does God's army does? God's army says, glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace. Peace among those whom he favors. God's armies announce that God is not at war with us. That whatever our circumstances may lead us to believe, however tempted we may be to look at our life, to look at our circumstances, and say, God is at war with me. God is judging me for the things I've done, for the things that I've been a part of. God is judging me. The angels came and said, not true. God is at peace. He says, 
peace among the, the, the angels say, peace among those whom God favors. Now that sounds to me like, you know, you go to Baskin Robbins and you pick the kind of ice cream you want. You pick whichever one you favor. But that's not what this means. What it means is that God has made the decision. The ones whom God favors. Not whether we favor God or not. Not whether we've done something to earn God's favor. It's not about us at all. It's about what God has decided. God, in His sovereignty, has said, I am not at war with you, and there's nothing you can do that will make me go to war with you. God is at peace with those on earth, those whom God favors. So, that's the application for us, is to remember that whatever the circumstances of our life, whatever gives us stress, whether it's the little things like the holiday shopping or something that's more existential, something that really just kind of gets down to our deepest level or anything in between, whether it's whether it's money or job or relationships, whether it's our personal health, whether it's our hopes and dreams, whatever our circumstances may lead us to believe, God is not at war with us. We may be at war with God. And that's something we have to work out with God. But God is not at war with us. He sent His Son Jesus because He is not at war with us. More than that, beyond that, Jesus actually told us how we could have the other kind of peace. Not that, not that kind of absence of hostility peace, but the deeper peace, the shalom peace, the peace that gives your heart rest. Because what Jesus said is that is if if the problems in our life don't come because God is judging us, and and the angels said they aren't, the angels said they don't come because God is judging us, they come because they come. And Jesus said the same thing. In our life, there will be trouble. He said that storms will come, not because God is judging us, just because storms come. And Jesus said, if you listen to my words and put them into practice, then you will withstand the storms. I will see you through. He said that the one who puts my words into practice will be like the wise man who built his house on rocks. And when the storms came, not if, not if, but when the storms came, their house stood. And the others, the ones who did not put his words into practice, are like the ones... Sometimes we feel like this, the ones whose house is on sand and it feels like it could get washed away at any moment. Jesus said we could have that kind of peace too by putting his words into practice. So the angels didn't come to say, look around, you're doing it wrong somehow, somehow you're supposed to have the kind of peace that you see on a greeting card. The angel said, no, no, there's a more important kind of peace, peace with God. You can relax because what's happening in your life isn't because God hates you. It's not because God's at war with you. God favors you. One more application, and this is an application for us as church people. The reason sometimes people think that God is at war with them is because church people have told them that. People who go to church, they say, look, you know, this thing that's going on in your life, you can't keep doing that. You can't do that because God cannot support what you're doing. And we give them the impression accidentally or on purpose, whatever reason, sometimes we as church people give non-church people, we give them the impression that God is at war with them or that God will be at war with them. And Christmas is a reminder to the church that that's not what God's about. 
What Jesus calls the church to do today is what God instructed the angels to say 2,000 years ago, peace on earth and goodwill among those whom God favors. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the the good news that the the storms and troubles in our lives are not because you're at war with us. The, The angels came and Jesus came to prove to us that you love us, that you favor us. And so, Lord, we pray that you would help us to remember that these troubles come, but they are not a sign of of your disfavor. And we pray, Lord, you'd help us to hear the words that Jesus taught us so that we could withstand the storms of our lives. We pray this all through Christ, the one who came, the one whose coming proves that there is peace on earth. Amen.